Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Uh, a week or so ago on the program, we talked to you about uh, some of the accusations. Uh, well, they were founded accusations, uh, proof positive, uh, about some patronage appointments and uh, friends in high places. Uh, not low places like Garth Brooks, but high places like Queen's Park, uh, which led ultimately, I guess, to the resignation of Dean French, who was the chief of staff for uh, Premier uh, Doug Ford. Uh, now we find out that uh, on the federal level, same thing's going on. Uh, four of six judges that have been appointed in New Brunswick recently have very strong links to Liberal Cabinet Minister Dominic LeBlanc. Uh, Democracy Watch is on this right from the get-go. Dominic, er, Duff Conacher, of course, is the co-founder of Democracy Watch, also an adjunct professor at the University of Ottawa, joining us on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about this. Uh, Duff, thanks again for the time, uh, especially in light of what's going on here. Uh, you've already filed, just to bring our listeners up to speed, you already filed a grievance with the Integrity Commissioner here in Ontario about what was going on with the Ford administration, have you not? Yes, we have, and uh, it's calling for an investigation of seven appointees who have connections to Doug Ford and uh, and also to Dean French, his former chief of staff. And the big point is that just because Dean French has resigned doesn't mean that uh, he may not have uh, r- broken rules while he was the chief of staff for Premier Ford, and that uh, just because he's resigned doesn't mean that the integrity commissioner shouldn't look into it So, uh, and, and issue a public ruling. So we're hoping that will happen soon. We do. Uh, well, you can cut and paste that request, I guess, and send it off to the federal uh, government, too, because this thing with uh, uh, what's happening in New Brunswick is rather troubling. Yeah, we have to look into it a bit more. The Globe is reporting that uh, Dominic LeBlanc the uh, cabinet minister for the Trudeau Liberals who has connections to these uh, uh, people who have been appointed as judges actually uh, sat on the committee that reviewed the appointees. Um, we have to look into that more. He would have had to play a direct role in it the way that um, the reports say that Dean French played a direct role in, in the appointments under under the Ford government. But uh, if he is sitting there, then he should have recused himself, and if he didn't, he violated the Federal Conflict of Interest Act. Maybe we could just, for the sake of our listeners who may not know the process about how these are appointed, because, I mean, I, I ran this by some people today, and they said, well, come on, that's you know that's what happens. You know, when the Conservatives are in power, uh, amazingly, it's Conservatives that seem to get these judicial appointments. When the Liberals are in power, it seems to be Liberals. And, and and you just have to wonder just about how far that goes. Uh, what we do know from the story in the Globe today is that each and every one of these people that did receive these appointments uh, did make significant financial contributions to the party and to Mr. LeBlanc personally. Yes, and then there's a family member and a neighbor as well yeah. of his. And, uh, you know, it's, it just shows it's the latest in many past scandals of appointments, not just of judges and other people like the Ford government level. It's it's people representing the government and and Jenny Byrne, uh, of uh, staff member for Premier Ford, he appointed her to the Ontario Energy Board, and of course the attempted appointment of his, uh, Ron Tavener, Ford's old friend, as OPP commissioner. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's lots at the federal level, and there's there's lots of examples across the country, and it just shows that the appointment process has to be changed, uh, and what it should be changed to across the country is. Uh, slightly better than the Ontario system for appointing provincial court judges. It's the best system that we have in Canada. It's just not quite fully independent enough, uh, but it is wouldn't be a huge improvement over the system that currently exists. 
Uh, and the Ontario system, the way it works is there's a committee, and, and the flaw in it is that seven of the 13 members are appointed by the ruling party's attorney general. And there shouldn't be anyone on the government on this committee. It should be fully independent from the government. And But the good thing about the Ontario Committee for Provincial Court Judge Appointments is that it sends a short list of only two or three people to the Attorney General, and the Attorney General has to choose from that short list. And you compare that to appointments across the country, often it's the Cabinet choosing whoever they want, Mm -hmm. or in the case of federal judicial appointments, uh, the uh, committee that is set up sends a very long list to the Minister of Justice and uh, the Prime Minister's office. And that very long list allows the Liberals to go down the list and choose someone who's a Liberal every time. And when the Conservatives are in power, the Conservatives can go down the list and choose someone who's a Conservative. So the key is to have a fully independent committee send a a short list of only two or three people, and that the uh, government then has to choose from those two or three people and and has no choice but to uh, choose. In Britain, they actually... The committee there sends one name only, and if the government rejects that name for appointing either a, a judge or a member of a tribunal or board or commission, then the government actually has to issue a written explanation why they've rejected that one person that the committee recommended. So they even have a better system in Britain, and uh, we can easily change to that system. And any government that doesn't want to and any party that says, no, no, we don't need that, well, you know they're committed to patronage and cronyism, and they're unethical, and don't vote for them, because you know what they're going to do. They're going to help their friends and their supporters, and they're not going to address the public's concern or ensure that there's an independent enforcement system to hold them accountable for wrongdoing. Duff, why aren't we having that conversation? I, I know when we talk to elected officials about this, invariably they say, oh, come on, that's way down the list. But there is a question of ethics here, and, and if it's way down the list, maybe it's time to move it up the list. Uh, you got to... Uh, Ask the parties. I don't know. When you ask Canadians, uh, the latest poll um, by CBC, very extensive poll came out, shows that 10% of of Canadians uh, trust politicians, that 80% to 90% of them, depending on how the question is asked, think that politicians are concerned about voters' concerns versus helping their family members and friends. And you have the opposition parties who want to get into power, and they don't have put forward platforms that would clean all these things up. Not usually. Chrétien did it in 93 and won. Uh, Harper did it in 2006 and won. Now, they both broke a lot of their promises, about half of them each. Trudeau did it in, two, in 2015 and won. And he's broken a lot of his promises, too, to clean things up and, and change politics as usual. Uh, this whole thing about the Liberals changing the appointment system and making it more merit-based and transparent is just a blatant false claim. The only thing they've done is add the goal of diversity. That, that's the only change that they made that was substantive in terms of making the appointment of judges or anyone else the ca- federal cabinet appoints different from the way the Conservatives did it and every other government did it going back in time in Canada. And the NDP's come out with this platform doesn't even address this issue in its platform. It's, it's it only has about a dozen promises in terms of democratic reforms and government accountability, which is ridiculous because there's a hundred changes that needs to be ma- need to be made to make the system honest, ethical, open, representative, and waste preventing. 
So you don't have to ask the NDP, why wouldn't you address this issue? You want to get into power to do what? Help your friends and family? Because that's what it seems like from their platform. Well, and that's been the, the history of it, isn't it, Duff? I mean, you know, everybody wants to kick at the can, and as soon as they get there, uh, you know, they, they can self, sound as self-righteous as they want uh, when they're campaigning for the job, and they, we're going to switch this around, we're going to do this, we're going to make everything fair, and uh, everybody's on a level playing field. Uh, yet they, they, they're guilty of doing the exact same thing when they get in there every time. I mean, can I, off the top of my head, I don't, has, has a liberal government ever appointed a, a conservative to the, to the bench? I don't know. It no, just they seems... Have, they have. They usually mix them in. Uh, and Kretschmer was, was uh, one of the uh, best at doing this because he would, for example, he, he appointed Jerry Butts' uh, aunt, Sister Peggy Butts, as a senator back in the 90s, uh, at the same time as appointing uh, a couple of liberal lobbyists and fundraisers. And so, of course, it's very interesting that she was a nun, and she's been appointed to the Senate, and she doesn't own property, which is one of the requirements for being a senator. And, of course, the media focused on that and didn't focus on the fact that he was also appointing a couple of cronies. So, um, yeah, they, they mix it up a little bit, but it just shouldn't be allowed. They shouldn't have this discretion. These are people who are enforcing laws. And you cannot have politicians choosing the people who enforce the laws especially the laws that apply to them. Right now, Democracy Watch is in the Federal Court of Appeal challenging the appointment of the new ethics commissioner and the new lobbying commissioner by the Trudeau cabinet. They handpicked the people, and those two commissioners were investigating situations involving Trudeau and other cabinet ministers at the same time as the Trudeau cabinet chose them. You're just not allowed to choose your own judge. That's just a fundamental rule of democratic good government. And... And Ford was trying to do the same thing in terms of uh, appointing his friend as OPP commissioner, one of the key frontline officers that enforces laws that apply to the premier and his cabinet ministers and government officials. So I I don't understand it. Every poll in the last 20 years has shown that 80% plus Canadians are, are concerned about, really upset about these, especially people who are swing voters, right? Swing voters swing because they're seeking good government. They're seeking people who actually address problems honestly, ethically, openly, representatively, prevent waste. And that's why they swing back and forth from party to party. And, and if you want to win an election, you want to attract those swing voters, which means you should be promising to clean up politics in every single way. And I don't understand the federal party, especially the federal NDP right now, issued a platform that's really bad in terms of cleaning up politics. It's going to do very little and certainly not enough. And... They're not going to attract swing voters as a result because swing voters will look at their platform and say, that's not going to do it. Why would I vote for them? They're just trying to get in there and get power to help them, their f- friends and family like every past government. And again, Chrétien attracted swing voters by a 93 promising to government with integrity. Harper in 2006 with the Federal Accountability Act. Trudeau in, in 2015 with his promise for open, honest, and accountable government. It's the way to win elections, and you don't even see parties do it. I, I, you have to ask them. I really don't understand it. The, the element here that we, we need to underscore here is that for them that, that will say, and I've heard this in the past from government officials when we've queried them about this, that's how it's, it's very complex situations. Very com- There's already a template, as you just mentioned, uh, that, that can be used that's better than what they're doing right now. So it's, it's not as if they have to reinvent the wheel here. No, it's been proven to work. So uh, it. The Ontario system has been proven to break the old boys' network that led to mostly white middle-aged males who were supporters of the ruling party being appointed as judges. 
it, all the studies show it's, it's one of the world's best systems. Again, not as independent as it should be in terms of the choice of the committee members, but it has still worked better than uh, any other system in Canada and should be extended to every person that's appointed by cabinet who enforces the law in every government across the country. And any party that says they're not interested in doing that, don't vote for them. They're, you know what they're going to do. They're going to get in there and hand a bunch of government jobs to their friends. And so uh, it, it, there is no excuse for it. And again, I don't understand these parties want to be in power, and yet they won't promise to make the changes that 80% of voters want in every poll that has been done in the last 20 years. But isn't it every time we talk about this, though, Duff, that the outrage uh, usually falls along party lines? Uh, if it's a liberal government that does this, conservatives are outraged by this. If it's a conservative government that does it, the liberals and others are outraged by this. Yeah, uh, we should all be outraged by it. Well, people are, um, but yes, you're right, based on which party is in power. Um, but people should realize if it's not changed, the system's not changed, then all you're going to see is eventually your party's going to lose, and then you'll see a bunch of party hacks from a party you don't like appointed. And that's why swing voters are the ones that determine elections. Again, they swing. So that's why I really don't understand parties that don't promise to clean these things up because it's it's proven. I mentioned the federal election results. So you go across the all the provinces in the last uh, 20 years and look at the elections. The party that promised to clean up politics either won more seats or won the election. It's a way to attract swing voters, and swing voters are the ones that determine elections. Yeah, the... You don't care about doing anything for the whatever percentage of voters will always vote for your party. You know, the liberals and conservatives have about 20% of voters, the NDP about 10%. They'll always vote for them, no matter what they do, and they'll always be on Twitter and social media defending what their party does and attacking the others. Those kind of rabid partisan voters, you don't have to care about them. They're going to show up and vote for you. You want to win an election, attract swing voters, and this is the way to win an election. Every single provincial government that's been formed in the last 20 years and federal, the, the party that has promised the most to clean up politics has been the one that's made the greatest advances. So they're working against their own interests by thinking they can get into power without promising accountability. And then if they want to break those promises, they're going to lose. The, the liberals are in trouble because of ethics. No, no other issue that they've broken promises on touched them in the polls. But the SNC-Lavalin thing, which has all these kind of uh, appointments and uh, unethical behavior and trying to protect friends of the party, all of those elements in it, that's what caused the drop in the polls for the Liberals. And that's because swing voters swung away from them. They're looking for good government. Duff, what do they do? I mean, once you gain power, and we've, as you say, seen changes in government on a pretty regular basis now from one to the other because of those swing voters, do they simply sit down and listen and say, okay, these are the people that we owe a debt to now, and these are the ones that we have to find positions for? Uh, you'd like to think that there's that there's some objectivity in this as opposed to simply, uh, I, I can't believe that they're sitting in some office someplace and simply saying, oh, i got to give Duff this job because, you know, he was a major contributor. I promised this to this one and that's the go- and go down the list in that fashion. Well, let's take the Liberals as an example. And the Conservatives were the same back when Harper was first elected. Liberals had uh, more than 10,000 applications for government jobs. And that's what happens when you're out of power for 10 years. There's a lot of people out there who have been slogging away as volunteers. And only a few of them can be hired to work for cabinet ministers. And some of them want to 
set up lobby, lobbying shops or, or join lobbying firms, which they do, uh, and we file complaints about those people. We've already filed complaints about uh, Ford-connected lobbyists who have been fundraising for him, and we'll be filing more people who worked on his campaign. You can't work on someone's campaign, help them get elected, and then become a lobbyist who lobbies the government. I mean, it's just a clear conflict of interest, and the Federal Court of Appeal ruled on that 10 years ago and said it's clearly a conflict of interest, and it's illegal. Um, And then the rest look for those government appointments, and any government that sticks around at the federal level or in the big provinces like Ontario, there's about 3,000 jobs that uh, if the government sticks around for 10 years, they'll be able to hand out. And out of those 10,000 people, the Liberals have been appointing a a fair number of Liberals. Uh, About a a quarter of their judicial appointments have been uh, people with definite ties to the Liberals. And then the others, you know, they're they're vetting them. We know that it's been come out in the media recently that they've been vetting people applying to be judges, and they may not be a donor, but they're likely a Liberal. And just because they can't be identified as a liberal because they've never made a donation doesn't mean that they aren't. And Trudeau himself said last December, uh, he made the submission in one of his end-of-year interviews, uh, that they wouldn't be appointing someone who doesn't agree with their values. So it's explicit. And that's why the power has to be taken away and given to an independent committee that has to publicly post any job that's available and, and that committee, when I say independent, I mean fully independent of all the parties. The government, governing party, no party should have a role in choosing anyone who's on that committee. It should be set people from organizations where uh, it can't be rigged in any way. And then they should be coming up with a short list uh, of qualified people who uh, they send to whichever minister or, or the whole cabinet to appoint, and the cabinet should be required to choose from the short list, and that should apply to anyone who's involved in law enforcement in any way, shape, or form. It's really a serious issue. It affects the enforcement of laws and the fairness of enforcement of laws, and uh, that's why it's so important. And what, what did the Liberals do at the federal level, and what has Ford uh, done? Changed the rules, but really just left it all in the Cabinet's hands and, and created a big charade that somehow it's more independent or transparent or merit-based. They haven't they haven't changed the rules in any way to ensure that. Duff Conacher, uh, co-founder of Democracy Watch, of course. Duff, always a pleasure. We'll uh, follow uh, your investigation into what's going on on this federal level. I'm sure we'll be in touch again. Thanks for this today. Thanks very much, yes. We'll have reports on all our complaints as they are ruled on. Good. Thanks again. Duff Conacher. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.